Welcome to Elevated Impressions. Welcome to Elevated Impressions. This is Cal, and today I'm elevated on a hybrid strain called Citrus OG. Thank you for joining me today on Elevated Impressions for another Cal's Corner discussing Attack on Titan Season 4, Part 2, Episode 3, Brothers. And yet again, another great fucking episode by Studio Mappa. I don't know how they keep fucking doing it, but they're pulling out the stops over and over again for these first three episodes. And I hope it continues throughout the entire seasons uh, because this is just beautiful. The episode kicks off right where we left off in the previous episode uh, with Zeke shot in the back of his nape, falling to the ground and Aaron limping towards him uh, while Mikasa, Armin, Connie and John all go about fighting the remaining uh, Marley fighters. Yelena is overseeing the battle. Uh, Peak, uh, along with Theo and loaded into her cart titan, um, is trying to snipe Zeke again, trying to shoot Eren. Um, Gabby, Falco, and Colt are limping along where they are to find Zeke to try to stop him from screaming. Porco is getting his ass handed to him along with Ryaner by Eren. <laughs> so yeah, pretty much where we, we, where we stopped, uh, exactly what's happening. Um, we get to see a little bit more of Eren limping towards Zeke, you know, in this episode. You get to see the resolution of that fight between Reiner, him, and Porco. Uh, fuck ton happens. So let's jump into it the way we usually do. Let's go by our character group. Um, we'll start with the least important yet again. <laughs> we have Mikasa, Armin, Connie, and John. They are now in the fray, fighting off the Marley soldiers, and bless Mikasa's heart for saving Armin, for sitting on the roof, just like I was complaining about the Jaegerus doing. She's like, bro, you gotta move. We got the omnidirectional device. Let's, let's move around. You can't just sit still. Armin, you're supposed to be the smart one. Fuck. And then they roll into realizing that from what Armin was pointing out, that is basically never ending battle. So they have to be more strategical and tactical. So they aim for the cart Titan peak to stop her from shooting Zeke or Eren again. Uh, so they go after peak. They kind of got a little back and forth battle ensue. But the one part that I kind of want to call out here, which is interesting, is in every other season of Attack on Titan, Mikasa was always primarily focused on what was happening with Eren, how he's doing, how to keep him alive. And if anything happened to him, she would fly into a rage. This time around, though, she sees him get shot. She sees him goes through all of this. And when she gets in that fight with Peak, she's solely focused on that. That shows that true conflict between her, uh, whether she was doing this for the command that she has from Eren, or if she's truly in love with Eren, she's put that all out of her mind. She's in battle mode and she's taking care of business. No more irrational jump into Eren's rescue because she'll deal with that baggage when it's time. I love it. That was great to fucking see. Next up, we have our group with Gabby, Falco, and Colt all going up to Zeke right before he's screams to be like, hey, Zeke, don't do this to my little brother, please. Like Colt is pleading with this man, that emotion on his face, that that distraught nature of look, I, I don't know what you're doing. I don't care what you're doing. You can destroy the whole fucking world. Just don't do this to my little brother, please. And Zeke's face, that recognition, that understanding that, you know, I get what it's like to be a brother. I understand. And then the, but it's too fucking bad. Yo, that cold-hearted way that Zeke has is the one thing that I think him and Eren have in common. When they've set their mind to do something, fuck everyone else. You can die and burn in a ditch for all they care. If you're not someone they truly care about. 
that runs in the blood right there. <laughs> Just the same way that we find out, you know, from the flashback that uh, Aaron's dad, you know, how Aaron felt about his dad brutally murdering the previous royal family. It runs in the blood. They're, they're just brutal motherfuckers. And then we get Zeke to scream, blow shit up. <laughs> Cult goes, um, Cult burns to death from the heat of the explosion because he hangs on to Falco as he's transforming. For one moment, I thought Falco wasn't going to transform, but then I saw the light in his hands and then I saw them show um, Nile and they also show Pixis as well. Ugh, all the motherfuckers turned into fucking Titans and I was like, yeah, Falco's done. Fuck. <laughs> Fuck. Um, but then the craziest thing in this episode happens. Um, after this, we'll, and we'll get into the Falco stuff when we talk about the Aaron Reiner and Porco scene, but first, with Gabby pulling the gun, the anti-Italian gun that I called out that, yeah, Colt shouldn't have fucking told her ass what that gun was. She, of course, uses it to fuck everything up, as she always does, and shoots Aaron clean in the neck, taking his head completely the fuck off, and it was fucking amazing to see how they animated that. We'll talk about that more later. But how the fuck did Gabby get the gun? Because Colt had it. Colt just burned to death. It was in the region and range of um, Falco's transformation. So the amount of heat that should have been conducted in that fucking metal should have never been able to be something she could handle, hold, let alone set up and prop to shoot Eren with. Get the fuck out of here. Mappa, I love you, but ow, that's unbelievable. Now, it is actually done in the manga as well. So it looks like that's canon. So it's just anime being anime. <laughs> <laughs> but still confusing as fuck. So to the final group we have going on here uh, with Aaron, Reiner, uh, Porco, and uh, Zeke. Aaron's trying to leap towards Zeke. He gets shot in the head again. Reiner grabs him, is holding him down. Zeke screams, Falco transforms, and now Falco's on his back trying to eat his uh, nape, right? Aaron pops out of the fucking Titan, runs to Zeke because he understands that Zeke pulled a bait and switch the same way Pete did. What? It was just fucking on the edge of your seat acceleration of how the fuck is this gonna play out? And how the fuck is this gonna pan out? And it's been a while since we watched a Titan Titan in general, so I forget the certain things that he can do. So when Aaron hearted himself, I'm like, man, what the fuck is he doing? And then he pops out the back. I said, oh shit, that's what the fuck he's doing. And he's like booking it to him. I'm like, yeah, Aaron, you're going to get to Zeke. And then Gabby pulls out the fucking gun. Holy shit, he blew his head off. It was exhilarating. It, that was a well done fucking uh, episode. And the only thing I can compare it to is the recent, most recent episode of Demon Slayer, Kamisa no Yabe as well. With the fight between Tanjiro and Tengen and Zenitsu and Inosuke versus Daki and her brother. That's the only other thing in anime that comes close to it, right? right now, this season, and probably for a very long time. Other animes have done really good, but these two shows are giving it their all in every fucking episode. It's amazing because they drop on the same day too. Oh, what exhilaration. So after Aaron gets his head shot off and Porco decides to sacrifice himself to avoid um, Reiner being eaten by Falco, because he sees that flashback of his brother saying why he never wanted Porco to be the jaw titan. That was touching. That, that one that one hit home. Um, but he gets eaten, so clearly uh, Falco's going to become the next jaw titan. Um, Aaron's head flies through the air. It reminded me of so many different scenes on animes, uh, like Elfin Lied or Ergopoxy, where heads are shot off or bodies are ripped apart and they're just soaring through the sky. Studio Mappa did really fucking good with that. It was like, oh, that's such an Easter egg. I love it. Um, and then it lands in Zeke's hand. We get that flash forward of Eren's life after he's being rebuilt by who is now confirmed to be uh, Yumiru. Um, Yumir, I believe that's how you say it without the Japanese accent or pronunciation, I should say. But 
it just doesn't feel right. So Yumiru is all I'm going to say, even though it probably sounds terrible coming out of my out of my mouth right now. Probably sounds terrible, but hey, it is what it is. Um, we get that flash forward. Zeke confirms to Eren, hey, yep, this is the past where uh, she exists and she rebuilds Titans. So essentially, their version of I guess heaven, right? Just for Titans and those of um, Eldian blood. And we're like, oh shit, this is fucking cool because that whole scene was fucking beautiful as well. But then you see Zeke chained up and you think he's really chained up. And I'm like, I was suspicious the whole time because I'm like, there's no way, right? This man who's thought about this all these years, planned it out this way, would walk into this situation and just give Eren the power after two meetings, especially with that look he gave him when Eren missed the ball he threw at him. Yeah, he was shocked. He was like, nah, something's not right here. You're not you're not as aggressive about this, you know, euthanization plan as I am. So I definitely knew Zeke had applied. So I was waiting for the bait and switch. And Eren walked right the fuck into it as he fucking always does and jumps the goddamn gun. I will say I was wrong, right? I definitely didn't think Aaron was smart enough to do something like this, and he lasted much longer than I thought he would running through this plan. He had the end goal in mind, and he went for it. Honestly, I still think this isn't his plan entirely, and Historia has something to fucking do with it, because this was too goddamn complex for Aaron to pull off just from his brain, right? He's, he's a one-track motherfucker, which is evident by the fact that he gave away it all in 2.2 fucking seconds, not thinking Zeke would try to outsmart him like he's a fucking idiot so now zeke has the fucking power aaron is fucking <laughs> aaron is fucking chained and i always wondered right because it never made sense that every time aaron had to use the power he had to touch someone with royal blood um and the people with royal blood usually had no control over it because they were just you know titans and shit like that right but i'm like there's no way if the royal blood was the key that aaron would be able just to utilize the power without some kind of input or authorization from them right it's like you know the the, the key to the lock that's what they are so it makes sense now that they did what they did and i was like yep i saw this coming i felt it i felt zeke had his own ulterior motives just waiting for shit to go down and i loved it it was great it was an amazing scene and i love that zeke is keeping his conviction of i understand what you mean cult about having brothers because i feel like he was always suspicious of Aaron from the jump but he was like you're my brother i'll do anything for you you'll understand one day why i did what i did or why i will do what i'm about to do ah <laughs> uh, what a fucking episode i can't wait to see what they do next uh, i i honestly feel like this is not going to end well for anyone in eldia i don't i don't think anyone's going to come out happy at the end of this fucking show i, I feel like it's going the level of like berserk and stuff where no one ends up happy at the end so that's real life i can't wait to see it i'm gonna be on the edge of my seat every fucking week well this is cal thanks for joining me again for another cal's corner don't forget to like and subscribe you can find us on instagram facebook twitter tiktok and wherever you find your podcasts thanks for flying with folks and see you next time on elevated impressions Thanks for flying with Elevated Impressions. 